Hey everyone, before this podcast begins, we want to tell you about some other arts-related podcasts you're going to love. They are The Conduit Music Podcast, Artsville, Gringo and the Man, Art World Horror Stories, and Not Real Art. On these action-packed podcasts, you'll hear experts talk about creativity, design, the music biz, the art world, visual art, American craft, Chicano art, street art, graffiti, and even stand-up comedy. So be sure to find and follow these great arts podcasts today. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Warning, the Not Real Art Podcast is intended for creative audiences only. The Not Real Art Podcast celebrates creativity and creative culture worldwide. It contains material that is fresh, fun and inspiring and is not suitable for boring old art snobs. Now, let's get started and enjoy the show. Hey, art lovers, Sourdough here. Got something special for you today. I uh, want to share some audio from a video shoot that Man One and I did a while back at Art Share LA in the Arts District downtown LA. And you're just going to hear us chopping it up like we do. We're going to release the video later of the episode. But right now, I just thought I'd share the audio with you guys. So without further ado, let's get the show rolling. Here we go. Man wants sourdough in the house. What up, man one? <laughs> I don't know. What up with you? Look at we're here. What, are we doing what do you think about here? our new studio, man? I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know what the right word is, but it's not familiar to me. It's not familiar. It's strange. It feels like I'm doing a play. Like, I'm, like, like I'm in the eighth grade. Okay. And there's all the parents are out there, and, and we're gonna do a play. That's what it, it feels like. Well, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the parents love us. Yeah. So you know, there's like three parents in the audience right now. I'm just glad you were able to make it. You've been so freaking busy. I'm glad I make it every day. I'm glad I just wake up. And well, but make this it. is like the busiest year you've had in your career as long as I've known you. It seems. Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah been super busy like well it's all relative right because like business wise work wise yeah it's, I think it's pretty busy freaking year but I'm not raising kids anymore your kids, the kids are grown the kids are grown like they're home right now yeah you know what they're eating I have no whatever idea. they want whatever they want or nothing <laughs> yeah and you know what I don't care that's on them. That's right. They're yeah. adults now. They're yeah. adults now. Fuck them. Yeah. So anyway, so. <laughs> you heard yeah. it first. So if I'm here, it's, it's good. So, you know, like, so that's why busy is relative, you know, because when I, I remember when, when I had kids when they were young, when the, you know, the kids were just growing up and all that, that was busy. To yeah. me, that was busy because right. that was like the whole other level of stress and all this other stuff and on top of doing your work, you know, so. I feel good right now. I don't care. Bring, give me more work. <laughs> it's cool. Well, based on that cameo your mural had on the rookie this yeah. week, I think more work is yeah. uh, coming your way. So just the level set, right? So our boy Eric Winter and our other boy John Steinberg are involved with that show. They've been on this show before with us. And I, I think they had nothing to do with me getting on the show either. So. I don't know what's up with you that. You know what? Hey, it, it's all positive yeah, energy pointing yeah. in that yeah. direction. Yeah. 
And now <laughs> you right. were actually on the show, or your mural was on the show. Actually, more specifically, your mom and dad were on the show because the mural is of your mom and dad. Exactly. And the best part is you get paid for doing nothing. <laughs> that mural was painted like two years ago. Yeah. They approached me, said we're going to use it in, a, in this episode, and what do we owe you? I gave them a number. They said thank you. And then that was it. Then okay. they start filming. But so you were born and raised Angelino. Yeah. And you came up here doing your art, so on and so forth. This isn't your first time, no. right? No. Having your art featured or showcased on some Hollywood production. Right. What are some of the other TV shows and films that your art's been shown? My in? art was featured in a movie called The Roommate. John Tucker Must Die was actually my first cameo in a movie. You were in it? Yeah, oh. I was in it. Any words? No words. Any no lines? No words. I oh, wish, just... I wish, because then that would have... That would have upped the pay. That would have upped the pay. Yeah. But yeah, you know, they needed a scene, something to connect the last scene to the next to last scene. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they thought, hey, maybe you painting will be a cool thing to transition. And I'm like, let's do it. So and we I was, got to see was, your back as you were painting the West hat. Oh, okay. Okay, so... And you see me painting. It's right. real quick, but okay. you know... The kids know. The, the kids know what's up. John Tucker Must Die. It's a cult movie. Okay. All right. Well, I got to watch it. You got to watch it. So, John Tucker Must Die, ABC The Rookie, and God knows how many other. Done, I've done a bunch. Uh, Die Hard The Movie. Die Hard The you, Movie? Because you, know, you know it was done in New York. You know Die Hard The Movie was oh, in New York. Oh, right? of course. Yeah. 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 Hollywood. <laughs> but it feels like your dad could have hooked you up with more Hollywood gigs he over did. the years because he was a painter so in my dad, Hollywood, my set dad, painter. Yeah. So my dad was Shout a set. Shout out to Mr. Poli. Yeah. My, my dad was a set painter for over 30 years. Yeah. Uh, union, whatever it is. And his boss, Dick Gerard, was like a, he's like a legend in, you know, he started like at 16 years old working as a set painter and he retired like I think like last year, like at almost like 80 or something. Like, <laughs> they were like, dude, you, you have to retire. No, he said if he retires, he's going to die. That's what he said. Right. <laughs> he was right. like, so if what I a retire, lot of people I'll... do, like they yeah. got to keep working. Yeah. So him and my dad are both like, you know, my dad. And so they have the exact same personality, fucking hard asses and just right. grumpy old men, <laughs> yeah. but hard workers. Yes. You know? Fuck yeah. I would want to have to keep up with and them. And so they worked on a movie called The One with Jet Li. Mm-hmm. And they, not really my dad. My dad will say that he brought me in, but it was really through, because of Dick, you know, Dick right, Gerard. Right, So shout out to Dick Gerard for all that. Shout out. And so he suggested me to one of the art directors for production designers. Yep. And that was a cool gig because I painted the old Belmont Tunnel. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Which is a landmark yeah. for LA graffiti artists. But I painted the whole outside of it, right? Okay. And it was really about, I don't know, 300 feet long. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. And I it was done on the studio set, right. on the studio stage, I guess. And then they transported it and installed it, you know, on location at mm -hmm. Belmont Tunnel. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I got to do whatever I want. So I just did like my name, like, like I got tired of writing Man One. <laughs> on, you know, I started doing my friend's name. Yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. yeah. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting like, I think they'd pay me like a day rate, which was a good day rate. Right. It was like three days worth of painting or something like that. Installed it, and they shot the scene, right? When you watch the movie, it's not even in the freaking movie. <laughs> like, it's it, like, it's it like... It ended up on the editing like, room floor. No, no, it was there. Yeah, But okay. it, was, it was like, 
like Jet Li is like running across this bridge or something and he jumps and in the background, like 500 feet away from him is like the graffiti I did, but it's nighttime. <laughs> so you just see like little lines, like, like you know. So hey, you I, got paid. I love the way Hollywood spends money. It's I great. know, right? You know, if you're on the receiving end, it's great. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. They're just like, it's like, I don't want to tell them that they could have done that for a lot less, but. Now, how many artists do you think would have gotten pissed off about the fact that their art ultimately wasn't shown? Like, you know, you are like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, I got paid. It was a cool gig, whatever. But, you know, do you think some artists would have been like, fuck, you know, I, they didn't show it. Like, yeah, it's an yeah. ego trip, right? Okay, well. I was uh, featured on a movie with Burt Reynolds. Rest in peace. Oh, Burt Reynolds. Reynolds, yeah. And I think it was called Hard Time or something like that. It was, this is when he was like in bankruptcy or something. And so like- <laughs> He had to come out of retirement. And so like TNT threw him a bone or something and they, they, they let him direct like three movies. Okay, yeah. Right? And so um, the, it, it was like, hard, I think it was called Hard Time. And they hired me to be a graffiti artist in, in the movie, you know? So it was cool because I got to do the art in the movie. The writer and the bandit. I got to do the, the art in the movie. Yeah. But then also I got to be in the movie. Yeah, right? sure. And the, the backstory is really funny. So check this out. So I go meet the director, art director, right? And when I walk into the, the scouting location or whatever, mm -hmm. what do they call it? Like a, the casting. Okay. I go to the casting place, Yeah. right? There's like three other graffiti artists that I know there, right? Like, we're, hey, what's up? Hey, you, oh, I know why you're here. You yeah, know? yeah. So then I go in and show my portfolio, my book, whatever, blah, blah. We talk about this and that. And at the time, well, I had a goatee like I have now, you know, and my long hair and all that. And we're talking, the art director kind of like likes my stuff and started asking me some questions, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, I'm going to take a picture of you, if you don't mind, because we, an idea hap, uh, came up that maybe we want to cast the artist as the actual graffiti artist in the, in the movie. Sure. You know? So there's a chance that, and he looks at me and he goes, but I mean, just to be honest, we're looking for like a 19, 20 year old kid, you know? And you kind of don't look like you're 19 <laughs> or 20, right? You look like a father of a 19 yeah. and 20 yeah. year old kid. And he goes, but I'm going to take a picture of you anyways. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, ah, so I take a picture of me, right? So I leave, right? And you know, sometimes they call you, sometimes they don't call you, right? Like you don't even know if you got it or don't got it. And when you don't get it, you don't find out until you call them and then they right, say, oh, they're not calling you. That's right. So, so it's been a week. So I'm like, I didn't get it. You should have your people call their people. Right. So my people are like, you know, you didn't get it. So I'm like, shit, you know? So I'm, I'm all in my head, I'm all pissed, right? I'm like, fuck, if I would've looked younger, you know? I should've shaved. <laughs> that I Hollywood. I should've freaking shaved and been like a young you, kid, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm all going, so then I said, fuck, so I shave. I shave, because I'm like, you know, I might as well like, They like, got you, do man, they got out, in right? your head. They got in my head. So I shave, right? <laughs> Two days later, I get a phone call. Guess yes. what? We showed Burt Reynolds your picture. He loves your goatee. He loves your look. He loves it. Of course he does. Yeah, it's a great go-to. So we're going to hire you to be the artist and to be in, in the, and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no goatee, no, you know? And so I'm like, shit. And then, so they tell me it's going to, it's going to, it's, they're going to shoot in like three weeks. So I had three weeks to grow the fucking girl to go to. <laughs> You're putting on special ointments and magical potions to get well, that I'm thing just, grown I'm just out. Thinking, hey, it's just, that's makeup's job. It's not my problem. By the way, hell it's yeah, makeup. it's makeup's job. It's makeup, right? So then here we go, right? So I go back and they give me, they give me ideas about what they want, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, do some, I do some sketches for them, right? 
And the first thing they say is, okay, so what we want you to do, this graffiti artist's name, his name is, his name is Bandito. <laughs> and I'm Bandito? Not even Bandito one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean Bandito? What kind of name is that? Right? Well, in Spanish, Bandido is a yeah. thief, right? right? Just right. like Bandit, right? Yeah. But, you know, and he said, oh, because, you know, of, of the movie. Yeah, Smoking the Bandit. Smoking yeah. the Bandit. Yeah. So instead of calling you Bandit, we're going to call you Bandito. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, is it because I'm Mexican? I have to be Bandito? Yeah, right. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, that's, I go, I talk, so I that's a racist shit right there. Yeah, so I told him. I go, yeah. I, I think that's racist. Yeah, right. You know? Well, I go, fuck it I, is. I go, why can't I be Bandit? Right. He's like, oh, well, we can't use that for legal. I go, you know what? It should be Wolf. I told the guy. And he's like, no, no, I think it's Bandit. I go, no, no, no. Like, it should be Wolf. Like, that's a better name. Like, that, that, like a legitimate graffiti artist yes. would have a name yes. Wolf. They wouldn't have fucking Bandito. Right. No. You know? Yeah. So then they're like, oh, well, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. And they said, by the way, this guy, the, the, the whole scene, right, is that this guy is like the baddest ass graffiti artist in Miami. Right? Sure. That's why he's Bandito. And he's the badass. Boy, they're really working hard to sell this. But check this out. He's so badass. Right? And by the way, in the scene, Burt Reynolds, like, he did some fucked up shit, so they put him on graffiti patrol, right? So he's looking for Bandito. <laughs> That's like, right? like worse than, uh, you know, than, than Desk work, crosswalk right? traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he, so this is the thing is he's supposed to be looking for this graffiti artist, right. and then some stuff goes down, and then, you know, whatever, right? So that's like the scene. That's, so I'm going I'm to be there tagging a wall, and sure. he's, he's, he's yeah. scoping me out, right? Yeah, yeah. Taking you down. But he's so badass. Mm. This is what they subscribe to me. He, oh, he doesn't use a spray can. No. Oh, no, 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 not Bandito. Not Bandito. He uses an airbrush. That's exactly, that was exactly what I was, that was exactly, and I said, oh my God. I said, I said, what? He goes, he Clearly goes. Clearly they've done their research. He goes, oh no, yeah, because he's like badass. So he like takes his time and does like badass shit. And I said, <laughs> I said, what the, what the, this is so what? rich. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. How are you going to have a stupid airbrush in the middle of the street at night? They're like, we'll figure it out. But he just <laughs> does so much detail. CG. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. It's backwards. If he was so badass, he would just he have one spray fuck. can. Yeah. He would do all his art with one spray can. Yeah. And he would do the details and everything with one spray can because he's badass. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, it's going to be a, right? And I'm like, this is going to be some Hollywood shit. Like, I, I better charge him like double yeah. of what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, you do be, have a reputation and yeah. a brand to protect. So I'm thinking like, it's going to be terrible. I'm going right. to be, you know, whatever. All right, so move forward. So I, I show him the sketches, right? And I show him the wolf piece, <laughs> right? <laughs> Guess what? They love it. Burt Reynolds loves wolf. <laughs> he loves right. it, right? Well, and I even told him, I go, I go, and you know what? It could be Lobo in Spanish. So if you want to play the yeah. Latino thing, right. go for it. Call, call me right. Lobo yeah. or right. Wolf. Yeah. They're like, no, no, Wolf is cool. We like Wolf. <laughs> so Bert loves it. So all right, so we do Wolf, right? So I show up on the set. Finally, you know, the whole deal's done. We're ready to go. They give me a call time. I go, and of course I got to go to wardrobe first, right? Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> to, to find out what, what what Hollywood wardrobe thinks a graffiti artist looks like. Yeah. Uh. Oh, wow. Yeah. They gave me a, a hoodie with cut-off sleeves. Yeah, right. They gave me some baggy-ass jeans. They gave me, like, this. I, it was just, <laughs> it was terrible. It looked yes. like, you know, it was yes. terrible. And I'm like, oh, man. And then, then they do makeup on me and all right. that stuff. Right. Okay, cool. So then I, I walk out. Did the they set. give you a bandana? Because it feels like they would have given you a bandana. Uh, you know what? 
I think they did. Right, right. I got yeah, a, bandana I a picture, had to be in there. I have yeah. a picture with, with, with me and Bert. Okay. I got to look and see if I have yeah, a bandana. Yeah, yeah. All right. And by the way, my goatee did not grow back. <laughs> I'm a slow grower. <laughs> yeah, slow grower. But it wasn't a problem. No one said anything the day of. Right? Okay. So yeah. I show up on the set. Finally, I'm ready. I'm dressed. Makeup. I go in front of this wall, and, and Burt Reynolds is on the rooftop. Okay. Right? And um, the second AD was his brother, right? Okay. Burt's brother. So he's down there ben, with me. Ben? Burt and Ben? I don't know yeah. his brother's name. And he's like, hey, so you know, this is what you're going to do. You're going you're gonna, to... When we say this, you're going to run to the wall, right? And you're going to do your thing, blah, 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 right? And then a few minutes later, you're going to see Bert's going to run down the street, right? That'll be the next scene. So it's like two scenes. The next scene, he's going to run down the street. And when you see him run, then you book it. You're out of there, right? That's it. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can handle that, right? And while we're setting up, you do the piece, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, so I got my spray cans, right? Next thing I know... The prop makers, or whatever they are, prop builders, or whatever, they show up, right, with the art director, with this freaking backpack that I'm gonna wear, right? And it's like, you know, like this big, and you know, okay? They said, put it on. Dude, it weighed like 100 pounds. Oh, what? It's like this super heavy what thing, What was right? in it? A freaking compressor is in it, with an airbrush oh, coming geez. out the side. And the freaking thing worked. It totally worked. <laughs> well, well the, that I'm, the, yeah, the I'm not surprised. The dude is so happy. The guy starts explaining to me, look, I have five colors in there. <laughs> and if you hit this button, the red comes out. If you, then you do And I'm like, bro, I'm not even going to use this. Right, right. Like, it's just the prop. Yeah. He goes, no, 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 you can use it. You can actually paint with it. Like, check it out. He starts showing me. I'm like, bro, you don't, like, I'm not going to use it. Right, like, right. I'm literally not going to use it, yeah, you know? Yeah. And they're like, so these guys, imagine how, the... How many days it took them to, to figure out that how to build it, make it fit in a backpack so that I could carry it, so that it would it's actually work. It's a cool work. thing. Like, you'd be like, well, I'll keep it, but I'm I not going to use it. it. Yeah. I should have kept you it. You should have, I, yeah. I didn't think about that. I should have <laughs> kept it. I should have just walked off with it. Totally. Right? No, they didn't let me. They didn't even walk off with it. So anyway, so, uh, so I do the spray paint piece, yeah. says Wolf, right? Then we're going to do this. Now we're, gonna, now we're ready for the shot. And there's all these people everywhere, like 100 people doing nothing, right? And they're all hanging out. And so finally, Bert comes out, right? And the, the, his brother goes, okay, Bert's gonna talk to you now, all right? You listen to whatever he, whatever he says. Like, he's the boss, right? He's, all right, cool. He's like, hey, what's up, man? You know, nice to meet you. I'm like, hey, what's up, Bert? How you doing? He's like, great, this is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be super easy. You're just gonna run against the wall, do this, blah, 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 blah. It's, that's it. And then we'll do the next shot. Any questions? And I go, yeah, do I really have to wear this fucking backpack? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, you have to wear it. And I was like, okay, cool, right? Yeah, Bert says so. So Bert turns around. Dude, like three people rush me, like his, his people, whatever. Yeah, okay. And they're like, don't you ever talk to Bert Reynolds that way again. <laughs> they're freaking out. And I said, what? He asked me, do I have any questions? And I told him, do I have to wear this? How dare you I don't want have and a question like, after. Don't ever question yeah. what he says. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, he fucking asked me. He asked me if I should wear it. Right, you know? right. I know, whatever. So. He asked me if I had a question, I did. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So that's what I did. So then, so then we do the scene. Yeah. Right? Boom, 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 whatever. Then now it's scene number two. And it's funny because scene number two, like, I'm supposed to be painting with my airbrush. <laughs> and, then, and then I see Bert, and then I run away, right? And then Bert runs towards the wall, and I'm gone. And he gets his wallet and he throws it against the wall, you know, <laughs> where it says wolf. Right, right. Because right. he's so pissed. Yeah, he's so pissed, you know. And he threw it like twice. Thwarted by it, it the only took like two takes. Wolf. It only the took wolf like, thwarts him again. Yeah. And he just fucking threw it, right? 
So that was it, right? We're done. Yeah. Everyone's clapping. Awesome, awesome job, right? So then, you know, they got their photographers and said, oh, we're gonna need, we need to get some photos with you and Bert. And I said, yeah, of course, you know? So Bert comes over, right? And he's a cool guy, right? So he hugs me and he's like, hey, hey, good job out there, whatever. He's like, hey, Wolf, I love that. I love Wolf. He goes, it reminds me of Dom DeLuise. You know Dom DeLuise? He always say, Wolf, Wolf, Wolf. <laughs> That's what he reminds me of. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. <laughs> Cannonball run. <laughs> So there you go. There's my story. Wow. Except, yes. Fast but forward. Wait, but there's wait, more. There's more. <laughs> that, was, that was the onset. Right? Yeah. So then they gave me the date that's going to air, right? It's going to air on TNT, whatever date the premiere was, whatever. But, you know, straight to TV, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Cable TV. So I decide, let's have a little viewing party at my in law's house. Sure. Why yeah. not? You know? Family show, affair. Show my, my wife and my kids weren't even born yet, I don't think, or they were really small. But, I don't think they were born yet. But anyways, I said, you know, show it off to the family, right? So we all gather around, TV. You know, my, my father-in-law has a big-ass TV, right? Right. Shows up, you know, premiere, hard time, blah, blah. And I'm the first scene, right? Because what happens right at the beginning, you see Burt Reynolds, and he's all pissed off because he's on graffiti patrol. So he goes up on top of the roof, and he's like, yeah, I'm looking for this guy, Wolf, and blah, 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 right? And so you see him look through his binoculars, and there's just random graffiti that they filmed from somewhere. Sure. Right? right? That he's looking at, right? And then all of a sudden he's like, there he is. There he is. Right? And I'm like, telling everybody, check it out. You know? There he is. But they don't show me. They don't oh. show me. They just said, here he is. Of course. And they cut to... It wasn't in your contract, man. They cut to the part where the freaking uh, guy is supposed to be breaking into the warehouse next door or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And he goes oh, what's going on over there? And then he runs to go take care of that, right? right? And then the next scene, you see him run back and he sees where my graffiti's at. Right. And you see him go up and then he throws the... Uh, see? So, you, so you saw my graffiti piece? Yeah, it said you. wolf? Right. But not me. See, this is a lesson <laughs> for your people. See, next time they got to have that shit in the contract, you do not get cut. Well, apparently next time I shouldn't talk shit to... <laughs> that was your fatal flaw. That's where I messed up. I should have, I shouldn't have said anything. Well, I mean, the, 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 well, first of all, I love the story in part because like I've known you what 17 years, and yeah. I don't think I've ever heard this fucking story. So like every time we sit down, like I learn something new, which is fucking great. It's like pure entertainment for me. But you know, there's so much to to, to laugh about there and talk about there. But the reality too is just like how fucked up. Hollywood can be around graffiti culture sometimes. Like, like, oh, yeah. like they, they yeah. don't really want to respect the culture. No, they don't, no, they no, don't no. want to go that extra mile no. to get it right, do they? They want it to be real enough. Yeah. They don't want to really be real. Right. You know? I mean, obviously, in the, in, in nowadays, they really try to, like, you know, make it as legit. One of the, okay, let's go back to some of the other projects I've done. Yeah. I get hired a lot to mimic gang graffiti or street graffiti, sure. like in an alley or whatever, mm -hmm. just because they're afraid that whatever's already in the alley is some real like gang graffiti. Yeah, right. And they don't want to promote it or right. you know whatever. So they'll paint out the whole alley and then bring me in to like fake it, right? <laughs> right. So it's quote unquote real graffiti, yeah. right? Right. It's a real graffiti Faux. artist doing it. Faux gang writing. But you know, I'm just putting like sourdough on there. And shit, <laughs> you know? So it's like whatever. sourdough. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, giving me a bad rap. <laughs> But, you know, so, yeah, so it's, it's real until it's not, you know? Right, right. But, but that's kind of funny. I mean, the other thing, too, that another aspect of Hollywood, mm. right, 
apart from that side, mm-hmm. then there's the celebrity part, right? Sure. And Burt Reynolds fell in love with the portraits that I do, right? Okay, He's yeah. Saw right. my portfolio. Yeah. And by the way, yeah. Man1Portraits.com. Excuse me. Portraitsbyman1.com. Uh, Portraitsbyman1.com. Right, correction. Yeah, portraitsbyman1.com. It's, it's a thing now. Yes, it's a thing. And so he fell in love with my portraits and wanted me to do a portrait of him and his grandson. Okay. Right? And so his agent like said, you know, could you do it? I said, yeah, of course. Yeah. That'd be awesome. You know, this was after the whole gig, right? And I get this Federal Express package with like photos of... Sure. Yeah. You know, like these badass photos of, of, of Bert and his grandson, right? I'm like, cool, right? Yeah. Right on. The so, reference material. The reference material, yes. right? FedEx to me. Yes. Right? So then I'm like, oh, that's awesome, whatever, whatever. I figure out what size it needs to be. It, it, they, he wants both of them in the same painting. Okay. Right? So it's got to be a pretty large canvas, you know, whatever. So I'm trying to figure out the size and everything. So I call, I call the agent and I said, hey, you know, I got the materials, thank you. You know, I'm looking at this and looking at that. And I think it should be this size. They're like, that's perfect. That'll be, that, oh yeah, that'll look, it's gonna look great in his home. I said, yeah, it's gonna look awesome, you know? And I said, and so, you know, I have some different ways we can do it, this and that, whatever. And then, you know, I'll, I'll email you, you know, the, the prices. She goes, prices? What do you, what do you mean prices? And I'm like, wait, <laughs> we have to pay for this? And we then don't I, pay. And I said, and I said, you know, like my fee, you know? And she goes, oh, you're, just, you're not gonna just do this for him? <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not gonna just do it for him. You're not gonna donate to the Burt Reynolds charity? And she goes, you know how many people will see it in his house? And I go, exposure bucks, bitch. And I said, I said, I said, if you pay me and you hang it in his house, right. you know how many people are gonna see it in his yeah, house? Yeah, yeah. You know? And I said, yeah, it's my job, it's what I do. Right. You know? So does Burt Reynolds I'll, I'll, act or direct for free? And no. And so I said, I said, uh, I'll, I'll give him a good deal. Yeah. You know? Right. I'll work with him. Yeah, I'll you charge know? him double. You know, I know he's going through bankruptcy. I didn't say that, but <laughs> you know. Oh, but, that's what you should. Oh, is this because, because he's going through yeah, bankruptcy? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then I said, you know, no, yeah, I'm I'm serious. This is what I charge, you know? And then she goes, oh, no, we, we, this, this has been a mis- misunderstanding. Celebrities don't pay. And so I was like, oh, I guess there is a misunderstanding. She goes, yeah, can you just <laughs> send, back- send those back those photographs to this address and FedEx them? And back by the way, them. we're not going to reimburse you for the FedEx. <laughs> no, they did pay for the FedEx. No. At least. I, put, I put their account number. It's shocking. At least they paid for the FedEx. Yeah. But that's my, uh, that's my uh, celebrities don't want to pay story. Dude. Of many, many celebrities no, don't want to pay story. That shit happens all the fucking time, right? What, mm-hmm. You were telling me a story the other day about, oh, when we went to see KRS-One. Yeah. <laughs> the KRS-One story. Oh, he loves your work, and I want, a, I want, a, I want that piece. Yeah. But, I thought, oh, I thought you were going to donate it, he says. Don't, donate the piece. And I, we love KRS-One. Love I mean, KRS-One. I'm not, you know, it's like, yeah. but artists should not, it's bad enough that artists get exploited by publicly traded corporations that have the budget to pay a fair living wage. Yeah. It's an absolute cardinal sin for an artist to exploit another artist. I mean, I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. fucking an actor that can fucking afford $5,000. Because that's, you know, yeah. I'm guessing that's what yeah. it would have been. It would have been around that. Yeah, know. we're not talking no. a ton of money here. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I would have traded for his, for his, uh, where does that come from? Like, I mean, as an artist who gets hit up all the time yeah. to work for free, donate your work for free, where does that come from? How does that make you feel? Like, how do we stop the madness? Well, the way you stop it is, as an artist, you just have integrity and you're like, you're not going to sell yourself short. Sure. So it's, it's a personal choice. 
and that's how you stop it. If everyone says no, then eventually yep. they'll get the hint. But the problem is you have artists who will say yes. You know, they'll do it for free, they'll do it for the exposure, they'll do it because they're a fan, they'll do it for a number of reasons. Yeah. But when, you know, I think you really need to look at, at, at what you're giving away, you know? It's like, I w why would I give that away, you know? I mean, you know, there's families and friends prices, of course. Of course. Right? But, but just giving it, it away. It's up to your discretion, yeah. right? If the artist wants to donate their time and energy yeah. and artwork, great. Right. But that shouldn't be the baseline. Right. Right? Yeah, and I mean, even now it's even crazier because of social media, right? Because now you have this whole thing where people take pictures of your stuff on the street all the time and they just think, well, then art is free. Yeah. Right? I took a picture of it. It's mine. Um, perfect case in point to that, Kylie Jenner took a photo of one of my murals in front of one of my murals like years ago. Yeah. Right? Over well, on Hollywood um, Boulevard. I remember this. Yeah. And, you know, it got over like 1.2 million views and like... Well, it is Kylie. 700,000 comments. Yeah. She never tagged me. Right. right? Well, so I got no I. credit, no love yeah. for that. Yeah. Right? Now, what if I took a picture of Kylie and posted it on my Instagram? You'd be hearing from her people. I'd be hearing from her people. Even if I tagged her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. right. Especially if you That's, tagged right? her. Right? So, but why? Is it because she's rich and famous? Then it matters? or because she's a celebrity or, you know, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing, but I think artists just need to figure out like, you know, what they're worth and just like stick to it, you know, and, and, and fight for, you know, you have to, that's what I've discovered my entire career is yeah. that you have to fight for everything, you know? You can't just assume people are gonna be generous. You can't assume people are gonna help you out. The other day, I was doing a project for another company, which shall remain nameless. <laughs> Tell me the name, I'll name them. No. <laughs> no, I think I know. You, you probably do know. But somebody else in that company, not the one, not my. I'm just gonna start naming not, companies, no, no, and you not, have to tell not me. my client. I'll start right now. <laughs> just, you know, you want me to start? No. I'll start naming companies. <laughs> not my client directly, mm. but someone associated with ah, I see. the client. Okay, one degree of separation. Came to me and said, you know, met me on the job and said, oh wow, this is cool. What you're doing this is awesome. I love it. Blah blah. Check this out. Look at this other stuff that I'm doing yeah. with this other artist, right? And he shows me, and it's, it's cool stuff, right? And, he's, and he, the guy tells me, I, it's, isn't it really cool? I go, yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's, uh, he's doing these, these like, re realistic like, portraits and stuff, yeah. with, you know, very intricate. And he tells me, God, I wish he would have charged me more because this guy's stuff is really good. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, you know, the guy totally like, low bid, he like bid so low on the project, yeah. you know? I go, but you paid him. He right. goes, yeah, but that's what he bid, so that's what we gave him. I said, and you couldn't have said, oh, by the way, this X is our budget. Right. Like, we're just gonna give you what we had anyways, because yeah, yeah, they already yeah. had a budget in mind. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's telling me like a cool thing, like, oh, dude, he should have charged me way As more. As if he had no power. Yeah, no power. Right. You know, poor guy, he just right. had a, uh, you know, a checkbook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and, it's yeah. so sad that guy was a sucker. It's so sad that I work for a huge corporate company and it's, it's so sad that I, that, I, that I had to exploit this poor human. I didn't want to exploit him, but he exploited himself. Yeah, right, right. So, you know, it's the thing, that's kind of like what I'm talking about. It's right. like, so as an artist, like, number one, you have to just look out for yourself. And my deal, when I work with corporate companies, like, I don't care who it is. Right. If they're a big brand, corporate, you get my best work, yeah. but you also pay top dollar. That's well, and the unintended the consequence, right, 
that I think a lot of artists don't understand is like, when you do that, when you give your art away for free like yeah. that, you hurt all yeah. of the other artists. Yeah. It devalues the work that artists do. Yeah. And there's always one idiot who's going to do it for free. Yeah. And there'll be an idiot that, that takes it. I was supposed to do an album cover for Ala Kuje and years and years and years ago. And the art director was talking to me and there was going to be a video shoot that was also going to be a photo shoot. And the artwork was going to be used somehow for the album. Sure. And we were negotiating for like three days and it was all good. And then all of a sudden it's Friday and I don't hear from him and the shoots on Saturday. And I'm like, dude, we've been talking for like three days. Yeah. So I called the art director back and I'm going, hey dude, what's going on? He's like, oh, I forgot to call you, but we found someone who's gonna do it for free. And I said, I said, does Al Akuja know that the guy's doing it for free? He's like, oh, well, he didn't, it has nothing to do with Al Akuja. I go, it's his album. Like, what do you mean it has nothing right. to do with him? You right, know? right. Like, I think you should let him know that he's, that someone's doing his art for free, you know? And he's like, well, it's the director. It's, it's, it's someone he knows and he's just doing, he's doing the director a favor. And I'm like, well, that's whack. <laughs> right. You know, so I got, you know, lost a, a good sized gig just because someone wanted to do it for free, you know. And that happens like all the time. I, I could go down the list and tell you time after time where that happens. And, you know, I don't know. I think artists just need to, it takes courage. Like I understand, like, you know, when you're, especially when you're like hungry for a gig, right? Yep. And all of a sudden, like someone dangle that, you know, dangle something in front of you and like, hey, you know, what do you think? Oh, cool, Jay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I haven't, I haven't been paid for anything in the last six months anyways. Yeah. <laughs> What's one more gig I'm not going to get paid on, you know? Right. And then they say, yeah. But I can probably flip this gig into a paying gig. Yeah. And you know what happens? I always tell, I always tell young artists, don't ever give your stuff away because one of the things they tell you is next time we'll hire you because next time we'll have a budget. Right. Right. Yeah. Well. No, what happens is next time they do have a budget, but now they have the budget to hire the guy they really wanted to hire right. the first time. Yeah. And so they just leapfrog right over you. So you help them get the budget that they're not gonna use you on the next time. Yeah. And that's what artists I think need to realize is that also when you're, con when you're, when you're negotiating and you're trying to get uh, paid or whatever, I do 50-50, 50% up front, 50% when I finish, right? And that's another thing I learned because a lot of times they'll negotiate it. Well, we'll give you a percentage now, a percentage later, the rest on here, or we'll do it in payments or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get one payment and then they're ghost. Or you finish the project and you're chasing them down for a couple hundred bucks for like six months, you know? Right. And it's like, it's just not worth it, you know? So all those things, being able to stand up for yourself and say, no, this is what I, this is how I do it, yep. right? I get paid. 50% up front. Right. And if you don't like it, then I can't work with you. Right. And if you can't be that like, like cut and dry, then they'll take advantage of you, yeah. you know? And so, but, but it, it does take some courage. It does take some learning. And, you know, for me, it's always like, I got screwed over on the last job. That ain't never going to happen again. If I fuck up, it ha if I fuck up once. Right. <laughs> you know, it's on gonna, you. I'm not going to keep making the same mistake over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of artists, they do. I've known artists my whole life who are still making the same mistake now that they did when they were 20 years old, you know? And it's because they don't evolve or they're, they, don't, they don't know how to negotiate or they just don't want to deal with the business. And that's fine, then get, get, get someone to handle your business, you know, if you can't handle it yourself, you know? That's the other part of it, right? But anyways, it's just like, it's ever evolving trick of the trade that you gotta learn. I don't know, but. Yeah, man, I mean, you don't get what you get deserve, you get what you negotiate.
you know, and it's, it's, you got to lose sometimes and you got to have the, never lose your power to walk away. You walk away, know what your walk away price is and that's it. And it doesn't have to, we're not, we're talking about a fair living wage. We're talking about a rational strategy to figure out what you're going to charge. Yeah. And it's not that difficult. You know, if you think about, oh, I want to make a hundred grand a year. Okay, cool. Well, do the math, figure out what that equals out to an hour of your time. Right, figure out how many hours that project's going to take you. Do that math. Oh, by the way, uh, figure out your materials and figure out your, you know, what that lift is going to cost you. Work, you know, factor in the material cost. And then I say double it because that gives you the profit and the room to negotiate because yeah. they're always going to negotiate that. Yeah, they're always going to negotiate. Yeah. And just be bold and say, yeah, no, that's going to cost 10 grand. Well, we only have five. Well, okay, it can't be as big as you want it. It's got to be, you know, like there are levers and dials that you can turn up and down commercial art, commercial photographers, commercial designers in the advertising world. I mean, there's a whole rigor and a whole practice and policy around how you bill for creative services. I think there's a lot artists can learn from that. And, and, and also that I think, you know, when you're dealing with, with brands, with corporate companies, you have to kind of get outside yourself and look, be on their side looking in. Yeah. Right. And really think that what is their culture about, right? Like, how do they run their business? Yep. Don't worry about how you run your own business because then you start thinking, well, man, I shouldn't charge them 2000 That's probably a lot of money, you know? Right. Look on their side yep. and figure out, oh, well, they just rented this hall for like 10 grand a day. They just flew in the musician that's going to perform tonight at 100 grand. Right. They just, you know, start building, start yeah. figuring out like what they do. Right. And then... That, that makes it really easy for what you well, can Well, what you're getting at is ask some fucking questions. Ask some questions about what the project is, what's involved, right. who's involved, you know, what's the deadline, what's the, you know, the, the, the constraints, you know, these various things. And that helps to paint a picture as to what you're dealing with, you know. And I think a lot, of, like, for example, oh, agency XYZ is calling me for a project for Nike or whatever. Great. Oh, they're calling me. Oh, cool. I'm going to bid this project. I'm going to, you know, you never think to ask, are you talking to any other artists? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Are you, who, who, how many other artists are you talking to? Right. Oh, six. Right. Okay. Exactly. Who are you talking to? Well, we can't tell you that. Well, okay. Well, at least, you know, they, they're talking to six other artists. Yeah. That says a lot. Totally. But I think a lot of times our egos, oh, they're talking to me. No, they're not. They're talking. Yeah. They're talking to you and five other people. Or another thing is what's your budget? <laughs> <laughs> Artists never ask, yeah, right. what's your budget? Yeah, thanks. thank you. Let's you know, start with they that. They just sit yes. there and be like, oh, let me see what I'm going to charge them. You know? yeah, right, Sometimes right. you're like, what's your budget? They're like, well, we got 20K. And you're like, yeah. oh, shit, I was going right. to ask for That's five. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because they ain't going to reveal shit. They well, might they answer sometimes a question. They do. Yeah. Sometimes they do. And, yeah. you know, what's, what's cool now, obviously I've been doing this a long freaking time, but what's cool old. now is that a lot of times when they come to me mm. on projects, mm. they have a budget in mind now. And they want yeah. to know if you can fit within their budget. Right. Right. And there's a couple of ways to get number one. Sometimes they'll just tell you, you know, like, hey, this is all we got. This, this yeah. is, we want you. Yeah. And this is what we got. Can right. we make it work? Right. And then that's awesome because then you can say yes or no. And if yes, but we need to do this or do that and then we'll make it work. Uh, the other thing is they'll say, you know, you know that they're looking for, to work specifically with you. And then they won't tell you their budget really. But then you give them a range. Right. And you say, well, you know, we could do for we could do this for that, and do this. Just kind of throw numbers out there, mm -hmm. and kind of just, and then you'll feel when they're like, oh yeah, that sounds good, you know. Right. And then you know you kind of figure out, yeah, you know. But it comes with experience and knowing all that stuff, you know. But yeah, I mean, early on when you're first starting up, 
like you don't know a lot of that stuff and you don't know how to ask the right questions. Well, and also understand that, you know, your competition, you're competing with free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how the fuck do you beat free? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the, you know, that's a big challenge. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's a systemic issue. Right. Because if the client or the buyer doesn't give a shit. Right. You know, you know, good luck. Well, I've done projects. Matter of fact, I did a big tour with, with I did a, I was on tour with, uh, what are they called? The, the Vans Warp Tour. Okay. Years ago. And the way I got that project was I bid what I wanted. It was six weeks around the country. And I told them what I wanted per day. And they were like, no way. Right? Yeah. And that also included my own RV right. to be driven around the country. Right. And they were like, no way. Right? You can, you know. I said, okay. So I didn't get it. Right? So they hired a 19-year-old kid from New York. And after, I think, like three or four shows, mm -hmm. the kid literally freaked out, got on a train, and went <laughs> back to New York. Couldn't handle it. Yeah. You know, being on stage with yeah. 20, 40, 50,000 people. Right freaked him out yeah and so i got a call <laughs> hey remember that gig we were offering you last month well you know yeah. we need you right and can you be in denver tomorrow <laughs> right and i'm like and oh, can no. you have a check we're waiting for me yeah. yeah and then i said oh yeah well by the way you know you remember that price i gave you and all that like, yeah yeah well now it's more because yeah. now i gotta leave tomorrow right 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 and, and so, I have to cancel this other gig that yeah. I had. And so, uh, so they paid top dollar and sent me out, you know. Right. But so sometimes you get it because just because of the quality of the work or your experience, you know. So another thing I tell artists is like when someone tells you no, just move on. Right. Like don't dwell on it. Right. Don't get all depressed about yeah. it. And, you know, like, dude, it's totally a numbers game. A mentor of mine a long time ago told me, get to the no. Yeah. And what he means by that is like, yeah. find out quickly, right. are yeah. they going to accept your yes. terms or not? Yeah. And if they say no, then you know, and you're free to go. That's to right. Yeah. I'll talk to people and we'll be negotiating and then they won't say yes or no. And they'll say, oh, well, we'll call you back. And if they don't call me back, then I call them. And if right. they don't answer, That's I right. call them. Right. And if they don't answer, I, I, I yeah. bug the right. shit out of them right. until they say no. Right. Because until they've said no, yeah. it's still a possible yes. <laughs> you know? Well, and getting to the no, I mean, look, I feel like a core driver of this dysfunction is a complete misunderstanding or appreciation of, of what one's time is worth. Yeah. You know, the greatest limited resource we have in life is our time. And so to act like you got all the fucking time in the world is a loser to begin with, right. you know? And when you understand you have X amount of hours to live on this planet and in this day and this week, and you know, you're gonna manage your time a little more carefully, especially if you wanna have life, yeah. you know? And um, I don't know, I'm just amazed. For me, it's a cardinal sin. Don't waste my fucking time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that's the worst thing, right? But again, for example, Another thing artists get all the time is like, oh, well, just do a quick sketch for me, you know? Just do a, a, a little concept for us to see if we like it. Yeah. If we like it, we're, we'll hire you. Well, okay, this is another <laughs> fucking thing. Now you just open up a whole other can of worms. Yeah. This was to wrap up. Oh, we are? And, now, okay. and, and here you are. Because, yeah, hire me off my portfolio. Yeah. I've worked with mm -hmm. Nike, Coke, Coke, Apple, whatever, you know. Yeah. And I've, you see the portfolio. You saw my website. You yeah. liked it enough to call me. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Ask for a proposal. Right. You know, don't ask for fucking spec work. Yeah. You know, but it happens again because 
Because you know, people, people will do, do it for it. free. Yeah. People will do spec yeah. work all day long yeah, yeah, yeah. in hopes of so-and-so, you yeah. know. And yeah, years ago, I had a big pitch with Coke, and it was a big branding, design, packaging project. And we went in, you know, we, we, gave, them, we gave them a couple little ideas, you know, with nothing. It was just big, kind of big ideas, kind of constantly, you know, very high level. And, uh, and, they, and we knew that they were talking to like six other agencies because it was a big project. And so I called up to follow up, and the woman at Coke said, said, yeah, you know, we've just decided to go a different direction because all the presentations, like, we had so many great ideas, like, we just decided to pick one and pursue it internally. I was just like, fuck it, yeah, because, you know, they're Coca-Cola, they can get away with that shit, what are you going to do? You're not going to sue Coca-Cola when you're a right. million-dollar company, you Yeah. Know? I don't know, man. You got to fight for your rights. Well, you know what else they do is that the, I think it's funny is I've had companies ask me to do spec work. I said no. Yeah. And then they get the spec work from the other artists. So then they call me back <laughs> and then they, they yeah. pay me something to right. do a do to, their shit to do a concept. Yeah. And then they'll show me the spec work. Right. They'll show me like, well, this is what we so and so sent us and this and we didn't like that and we didn't like this. Right. And right. Like right. That. So for all the artists out there who are sending spec work, the yeah. only people who really see the spec work yeah are the artists that they hire afterwards. That's right. <laughs> That's who gets to see And here's it. another idea. Fucking charge a nominal uh, pitch yeah, fee. Totally. You know? Oh, yeah. you want me to pitch some ideas? Okay, that'll be 2,500 bucks. That'll yeah. be 500 bucks. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. Always charge. All right. Fuck them. That's a good way to end. Always charge, motherfuckers. All right, man, one. Cool. See ya. Good seeing you. Hey there. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to like this episode and share it with your friends on social. And if you haven't already done so, Please be sure to press subscribe and follow us on IG at Not Real Artificial. We appreciate the support. Sourdough, out.